0: Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday, where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week we're airing a message entitled, The Deity of Jesus Christ. And in this message, the preacher will expound on the incredibly important topic of Jesus Christ being who he truly claimed to be, the foundation of our salvation, Is based on our belief in Jesus Christ as the only one who could ever make the payment for our sins. And thanks be to God that His Son Jesus was who He said He was. And this week's lessons will prove that from the Word of God. And we pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to hear today's message again or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael.
1: John chapter 14, and again, I I have to say to you this morning, you know, there are times where you hear preachers say, and I've said it, this is an important subject, or that's an important subject, and we may overstate it, we may understate it, but I'm going to say to you this morning, there's no way that I can overstate the importance of the deity of Jesus Christ. John chapter 14, and verse 1. Jesus speaking himself, he says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go, ye know, and the way ye know. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Then Jesus goes on to say, If ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also. And from henceforth ye know him and have seen him. Philip saith unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it sufficeth us. Jesus saith unto him, Watch what he says, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father." on the face of the earth in any time in history has ever made those kind of claims. Period. No one has ever done it. Uh, people have lifted up different religious leaders like Buddha and Muhammad and Confucius and so forth, but none of them ever made the claims that Jesus made. Imagine imagine any other religious leader saying, Come unto me, all ye that labor." And are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Folks, that's God talking this morning. Because no man can do that. Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory. In John chapter 10, he says, And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Then he goes on to say, Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father, which gave them me, is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. How many of you are old enough to remember the old commercial with Allstate that says, You're in good hands with Allstate, and had those hands out there like that? Remember that? They had a little image of a house and, uh, you know, a dog and a family there. You're in good hands. Folks, you're in good hands with Jesus Christ. You're in good hands with the Father. You're in good hands with the Son. And Jesus says, I and my Father are one. I and my Father are one. John chapter 20. The Bible says, and after eight days, again, his disciples were within, and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst, and said, peace be unto you. Then saith he to Thomas, reach hither thy finger, and behold my hands, and reach hither thy hand, and thrust it into my side, and be not faithless, but believing. And Thomas answered and said unto him, my Lord and my God. Jesus saith unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen, and yet have believed. Folks, Jesus did not rebuke Thomas. He didn't say, Thomas, you're overstating it. Thomas, you didn't get it right. He got it right, folks. My Lord and my God. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 8, but unto the Son he saith, thy throne, O God, Is forever and ever a scepter of righteousness, is the scepter of thy kingdom. In Hebrews chapter 1, verse 8, the Father addresses the Son as God. Isaiah chapter 9, we just came through Christmas season. For unto us a child is born, a son is given, the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Ralph Waldo Emerson, who himself was an agnostic, said this about Jesus. He said, the name of Jesus is not so much written as it is plowed into the history of the world and men never tire of reading about him. Paul tells us in Philippians 2, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. We get to the book of Colossians, and when you read the book of Colossians, you see four chapters, the theme of which is the preeminence of Jesus Christ. Why so? Because in Colossians 1 verse 16, for by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. Now, we live in this day and age where, you know, every sermon's supposed to solve one of my earthly problems. Let me suggest to you this morning, if you're a believer, if you're a believer here and you know Christ, please raise your hand. Please raise your hand. All right. Let me say this to you. When you keep this in perspective, the preeminence of Jesus Christ, that everything is by him, through him, to him, for him, And about him, and in the end, for eternity, with him. You know what it does to all of our problems in this life? It starts to shrink them, folks. I don't care what the problem is. In the end, if you get your eyes on him and realize that in the end, it is all about him, and if you're saved here this morning, you are sealed and in him and you're in the Father's hands, and you're in the Son's hand, and they are one, and you are safe in Him, and in the end, you're going to end up in heaven with Him for all eternity. It takes all those big, ugly, monster problems in our lives and shrinks them down to manageable size. Folks, i got to say it. The more I realize the magnitude of who He is, the more I realize how matchless his grace truly is, that he would condescend to even do business with me, much less save any one of us, and then on top of everything else, give us a part of the action. I, I, I'm working on this lesson we're doing on the uh, Bible character sketches, and we're talking about the 12 apostles. Folks, you talk about... You could easily say in the beginning, uh, b- before they really got, uh, before they really got on track and got their footing, you could really say it was the twelve stooges. Okay, just by way of example, Jesus has got them there at the Last Supper. Jesus got them there at the Last Supper, and he's talking about how somebody there is going to betray him. And while he's talking about that. You know what they're arguing about? Among other things. He's talking about being betrayed. He said, the hand of him that betrayeth me is at the table. They're arguing about who's going to be the greatest in the kingdom. (laughs) Uh, Folks, but when they got their eyes on him, it transformed them. Until it was said in the book of Acts, those that have turned the world upside down, are come hither here also. Amen? Amen. I think in Isaiah chapter 7, therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Emmanuel means God with us. God, what majesty, with what mystery, us, what mercy. And so we come back to our original text, and if you would turn there, please. Go back to First Timothy chapter 3. First Timothy chapter 3 And first Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16 Great is the mystery of godliness God was manifest in the flesh God was manifest in the flesh If you're saved here this morning that's the one that lives inside of you today Paul said in Colossians Christ in you the hope of
0: glory. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth, and it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled The Deity of Jesus Christ by Pastor Rick DeMichael. And in this week's lessons, Pastor DeMichael gave us biblically-based reasons why Jesus Christ was, in fact, who He claimed to be. He was the Son of God who had come to fulfill all prophecy and would lose his life as the final payment for our sin. Jesus Christ is the only person to ever walk the earth that can make the claims that he did, and receiving him as our Savior is the only way we can enter into heaven. But if you don't know for sure that Jesus Christ is your Savior, then we encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and we will gladly help in any way we can. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, If you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. You can also visit our YouTube page or follow us on Facebook for more information. Our bookstore is also open to the public on Tuesdays from 1030 to 430 and Wednesdays from 830 to 430. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, And we would love for you to come join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45, and of course, all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and college age groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 o'clock, which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids, and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.